Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. That's it. next level i want to go get that gold whoever it is mom champ y'all ladies and gentlemen your winner the karate hottie michelle watterson welcome to ufc unfiltered please tell me that's on video i've never been happier i'm made for a fucking podcast that's dangerous Matt and I are alive. We're still hanging in there. Busy show today. We have the main event. I love when we get both fighters from the main event on the same show. Uh, Angela Hill and Michelle Watterson. Uh, We talked to Angela back in May. And this is her fifth fight in a year. And um, this is a great main event. Uh, Listen, Angela Hill should be mad. She should be mad, Jimmy. She should be on a how much fight win streak. She definitely, I thought she fights, won that right? last. Yeah, I think she won that last the fight. fight. Yeah, I believe so. Bobby I think you're right. Gala. And I remember watching it and being like, oh, no, because she's definitely more than done enough. I remember thinking that was a bad decision. Yeah, and, and it's, part, it's a part of fighting, but it's, it's something I hate so much. When and they say, well, it's like umpires in baseball. It's a part of it. But when 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 somebody costs you a win, and they can yeah. change the trajectory of your career, it, it does matter. And it's very frustrating when you see it. Um, I'm 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 going to look that fight I fight up right now and see what was that it was a split decision. But was was the uh, the deciding was it a one round difference or did they have like some crazy thirty twenty seven in favor of uh, Claudia? Jimmy, you know what? No, it just popped into my ADD head. What? Um. And popped right out. No, 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 no. Is I got it. You know, what, what else is part of the game is having thick skin. Yep. You know, we joke around on this show, Jimmy. Sure we do. It's a loose podcast. We have fun. Good we friends. talk. We could be silly, correct? Yes, absolutely. So I get, a, I get a message. Now, a lot of times I write back to fans when they write sure. message me, especially if they're fans of this show. So there was this, this girl who, te- who messaged me. He's like, well, you know, I'm a fan and yada, yada, but it was – Absolutely disgusting what you said about Corey Anderson. 
And I go, fuck. And then right away, I'm like, what could I have said about Corey? I like Corey. And then she reminded me, I was, I read a little more. And, oh, you said he got knocked down out of the UFC by Jan Blahovitz or, or uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. he's like, hey, listen, man, it's a loose show. We joke around. He punched him so hard, he knocked him out of the UFC. It was a joke, <laughs> right? Not the best joke. I, I mean, but it's just me being silly. You got to understand, Jimmy, I broke onto this scene as a human highlight with that fucking spinning back fist that always pops up here and there. I don't give a flying fuck. You know how many times I got attacked and still get attacked? It's part of the game. I'm not attacking nobody. I'm having a fun time. So, I mean, I'm sure Corey would look at that and be like, ah, you fuck. But I don't know. I mean, we're joking around. I'm not trying to hurt nobody's feelings. No, and you know how I took it, Matt? Like, what? you weren't shitting on Corey Anderson. You were praising Jan uh, Blahovic. <laughs> you, you, were, you were actually talking so to Jan and, and yes. giving, like, dude, you knocked that guy out of the UFC. You kicked yeah. his ass. Like, exactly. So it's not being like, dude, this guy hit him so hard. He ended his career and got, no, ass. Yeah. We call that person an ass. I mean, listen. So I tried to write back, ah, you know, it's a joke. We keep things like, well, I didn't take, you know what? Bye. Good for you. Blocked. Take care. Don't I go, you know what? Don't listen. Bye. People Block. people want to be wanna, right. They want to be right. I get negative. I get but you know what? But when you, you try to like come back with a little dude, I don't I don't have time to be sitting here texting this bro. I, you know what I mean? Like I'm trying to right. be nice. Well, listen, I'm almost sorry you took it that way. You might have taken it wrong. I was joking around and sure. You know, don't come at me with an attitude. Get the, right. you know what? Get the fuck out of here. Especially you if know, you're writing back I, and I just, clarifying. I mean, I try to do the right, you know why? Because I'm just I don't because before that person wrote in as a fan. So I'm like, oh, let me, I know they like right. us. Let me, so I try to give a little like, ah, this is how I meant that. And then when I get met with more of no, 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 listen, this ain't, a, no, you, you don't understand. This ain't a big conversation back and forth. It's me letting you know, oh, you don't like it. Go after you, take a walk. Don't, don't listen. Yeah, I got enough the- of the unfiltered army that understands me, Jenny. Well, that's the problem. When you explain something or any of us explain something from the public, oh, no, no, I, I was just saying like this and they go, yeah, but I took it like, it's like we're a culture obsessed with being right. So how about this? Instead of obsessively trying to be right, the person goes, oh, okay, he said this this way and I misunderstood it. It's on me. Like it's yeah. on me for misunderstanding it. Like it's always, they, they always have to try to correct you. No, no, this is why you meant it because they don't want to be wrong. It was worse because it was one of those things where I'm being nice and then I realize I'm talking to an idiot where it's yeah. like, well, yeah. I don't like when people disrespect my people. And, All right. They, now I realize. Wait, let I, me ask you. That was it a reason it's not a waste of time. Was that I someone could who knew Corey? What's that? You think that's someone who knows Corey, or maybe who's a no, big? No, it's a, a girl from like the Czech Republic or some shit. Oh. <laughs> Just a fan. Of, like they were like, "Oh, I listen all the way over here to unfiltered." So I write. I'm, I make the miss. I'm too nice. I won't answer anybody back. Fuck everybody, like Ray Longo says. <laughs> Ray Longo. First line he comes on, he tells everybody. He says, says "Fuck everyone." Hello. That's real. That's that's no. That's not a wig or anything. That's your hair. That's my hair. Yeah. Oh my goodness. You're talking I'm to so two jealous. bald people. So, so it's always fascinating for me when somebody has like maintenance to do above the head. I have none, and Matt has none, <laughs> and right, it's so minimum. Yeah, um, same with my husband. He's like always enamored with it because he doesn't have anything going on. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. People have long, like really long, like down the back hair. I'm like, it's not a nightmare to walk around with and to put a ponytail when you go to bed. Um, so how have you been? We haven't talked to you in a few months. I've been good. I've been good. Just uh, chilling, training. Um, 
you know, uh, after after the last fight, I was how salty were you? Were you a little, were you a little upset? I was that? so salty. <laughs> I don't I blame like, you. Every saltiness. <laughs> meme out there I was, the, I was the old lady with the like crusty lips i was like hey you know that was, <laughs> that was hey, a flavor listen, of ice cream hey you've heard it before angela but that was that was a rough one because you know why you're going in there with a talented girl like that and uh you 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 did what you had to do other than put her away you won i i honestly feel I you, you won, won the fight. fight yeah and it's like Thanks, then when it was over and i remember we talked to you before and i'm like oh man she, she did it that was great and then to see you not get the decision i'm like ooh, that kind of yeah. hurt no because yeah. because i'm telling you people were like because i don't know if people like they just they don't know how you improved how you've been fighting lately but they might look on paper and say oh hi hey, look you know that you know she's tough. She's got really good striking. But if Claudia gets it to the floor and yada yada, and you just were able to just execute your game plan, and uh, you know I don't want to stay in Negativeville. Let's <laughs> we can get out of we can turn right out of here. But I'm just yeah, saying you yeah. should feel like you're on a hell of a winning streak right now. Is what yeah, I, mean. I keep telling people I'm on a six fight win streak, and that's, that's <laughs> yeah. And, and when uh, Gadelia was about to fight uh, Zana and Yan, I'm like, fuck those hoes. I beat both of them. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's pretty funny. I, I just try to stay positive in that way. Just say, okay, like, uh, yeah, it sucks that I lost those two fights. But at the same time, it gives me, it's the best way to lose. You know, like the fans believe you won. Like people like you that I highly respect believe believe that I won and the matchmakers are still respecting me to the point where they're giving me high highly ranked opponents like Michelle Waters and next as opposed to like sticking me back on the prelims and I'm still having to prove myself and you know so it, right. it does feel like a win and I still have that hunger you know I still have yeah. like that reason to go into the gym the Monday after the fight and just be like fuck I need to get better I need to like make sure this doesn't happen again. So that, on it, yeah. yeah. So that definitely wouldn't have happened if it was the same exact fight and I got my hand raised. I wouldn't have been in the gym. I would have been chilling. I was ready to take like a long vacation, just be like, uh, hey, got my three in <laughs> for the year, you know? But like after that fight, it just made me so much more hungry. It made me so much, uh, you know, more determined to be a finisher as opposed to someone who's just a, a good fighter who was able to like outpoint and you know I, I felt like I outclassed her but you know I if I can finish people then I won't even have to deal with that anymore well you know interesting you say that because like again when you, I, I think most people felt like you won that fight um and I always wonder too what is that like for the other fighter they're like ah the judges but like you know, when you look at Volkanovsky against uh the Holloway the rematch I thought that Max won that fight I thought you know Volkanovsky is mm. a great fighter but then Dane at the press conference like did anybody have it for Volkanovsky like he, like even he was saying like he thought that, that Max won as well. And yeah. I always wonder what it's like when somebody wins a big fight and they kind of deep down have to know, like, eh, I got that one. Like, I'd rather be in your position almost where everybody is on your side and you're still going to get the ranked fights as opposed to people going, eh, they didn't win that fight. And, and, and yeah. Well, you know what? I've never gotten the benefit from that shit. So, <laughs> so fuck them if they get a, a, a decision that they didn't deserve, you know? Like, I... 
even though it's never happened to me, I feel like I would at least be a little honest about it. Like, hey, I wasn't sure. You know, I, I was surprised that all judges scored it for me or something like that. You know, I feel like I would at least give the person credit. And Gadalia kind of did. She was like, uh, she was like, oh, Angela should be ranked in the top 10, which I thought was cool. But then she started talking shit <laughs> afterwards. Like, I'm not going to give her a rematch because she disrespected me. I'm like, no, just say you don't want to rematch me because you fucking lost that fight. Well, she's not going to say that, but just say you don't want to rematch me because it was a hard fight and you already won. You know, don't try to make it about uh, other things like respect. So, um, so yeah, I wish I could have benefited from from a, a, a weird decision like that, but it right. never goes my way when it's close. Like, uh, it's, it's always, even if I dominate in a fight, there's still somebody giving that person a 29-28. And it's like, how, you know, what are, yeah. what are you seeing that I'm not, that my coaches aren't? So it's, uh, it's always frustrating, but um, it, it just gives me more, um, more fuel for the fire. You know, I'm, I'm going into the gym with more intensity than I did in my last camp. And, and I had like four months to prepare for this fight too. So, so I've been in there grinding the entire time. But also, you know, they're giving you respect here in a sense that you're getting, you know, this is your first main event. I mean, that's huge. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're the main event. All yeah. eyes on you, Angela Hill. I'm you know, excited. it's so yeah. exciting. Would you prefer your first main event? I mean, would you do care, I should say, that there's not going to be an audience? Or would you would have liked the, for your first main event to have an audience? Or are you just indifferent with that? Um, I'm definitely one of those indifferent people. I've, I don't feed off of the crowd that much. If anything, it's a distraction. So um, it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of nice to walk into an empty arena. You don't have people booing you or cheering you. You don't have that. It's, it's like when you cut yourself off from social media, the, the day of the fight, you know, like there's, yeah. there's no, like, there's no notifications. There's no people going, you're going to win. You're going to lose. And like, even people cheering you on sometimes can, can like spike your anxiety and just make you go, Oh shit. Uh, what if I, what if I d- disappoint them? So, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm kind of indifferent when I, when I walk out there, I try to ignore the crowd. The best part though is after the fight's over and you're walking down there, it was like, ah! yes. like I love that. <laughs> yeah. So that I'm going to miss deal. that for sure. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that's the best thing. And hopefully, uh, hopefully, you know, after a good fight like this, I can, I can ask for a title shot. Hopefully then the, we'll be allowed to have crowds again, but I don't know. It's, it's crazy. Like, I feel like things aren't going to change for a while. So, um, so yeah, you, I kind of just have to accept that this is the way it's going to be for a while. Yeah. Angela, you brought up before your bald husband. Is he, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's how I knew That's how I remember he's the bald husband. <laughs> the bald uh, guy. He's your trainer, correct or no? Yeah. He's one of my coaches. He's one of your coaches. So yeah. you guys met, how'd you guys meet at the, at the gym there or at the, uh, no, we, we have one of those stupid, cute stories. So I want to hear met, it. Ah, uh, okay. I'll tell you <laughs> if you really want to know. Yeah. Um, we met in art school on student exchange in Japan. Wait, what? Wow. <laughs> Wait, he, but he's your current. All right, go ahead. Explain. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we met in art school um, as kids. I was 21. He was 20. I was robbing the cradle. And, um, and we hit it off. Uh, he's from Scotland. 
and I was from New York or I was living in New York at the time. So we hit it off. We spent like six months together. And then when we both went back to our schools, we stayed in touch. And then eventually he moved out to New York to like hang out and be with me. And then um, we just got married so he could stay. (laughs) You did? Wow. Okay. But were you in love by that point? Yeah, I was in love. I was like, you know what? I'd, I'd be happy if you stuck around. So yeah, I'll, we'll get married. But like, if we get a divorce, you got to pay for everything. Yeah. He's like, okay, cool. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah. So, so, wait, it so when did you got married? How long ago then? 11 years. Yeah. 11 oh, years. shoot. What did you yes. do in art school? Were, were you uh, painting or were you sculpting? I it was my school was a uh, Cooper Union School of Art, so they don't make you choose a major. It's kind of one of those uh, artsy, fartsy schools. But um, I ended up doing focusing on animation there, and then when I got out of school, I was working in a couple anima- animation oh. studios. Oh, um, so yeah, like that was that was my origin story. And then when the recession hit in like 2008, they weren't really hiring uh, people who had just graduated like me. So I was stuck like interning for a long time. Then I finally got a job. Then I got laid off. Um, and when I got laid off, I had already had like one or two fights. I was just doing it for fun. And um, when I got laid off, I was like, hey, you know what? Let me just focus on this fighting thing because I make money bartending and doing private Muay Thai sessions than I am animating. And then that's kind of where my my life took this turn towards being a full-time athlete. And, and after fighting, 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 we both started at the same time, me and my husband. I was going to ask you that. Yeah, we both like uh, went to uh, this place called Evolution Muay Thai in New York. Um, you probably heard of them. Maybe. Wait, no. Where is that? Midtown? Yeah, it's in Midtown. I think I yeah. do know where that is. It's an Australian guy, Brandon oh. Levi. He, uh, <laughs> he runs the place. But, uh, oh, do you remember Fight House? No. What, okay, what is Fight House? Well, Fight House was this crazy, like, shady place in New York where I started, and Brandon was there. My original coach, Brandon, was there. So we went to Fight House, and it was crazy because it had, like, boxers on one side, Krav Maga people on another, (laughs) karate. Like, it was literally a Fight House. Yeah, and it was totally illegal. Like, they they weren't supposed to have that many people in there at a time, that many showers or anything. You know how New York has all these crazy... (laughs) like laws. So one day during like a, during like a in-house fight, uh, everyone, like the people came in and they saw the inspectors came in, they shut it down. So that's how my uh, coach opened up his gym evolution Muay Thai. But, uh, so that's where we started and me and Adam were both, uh, amateur fighters under him. And then when I went to, um, North Carolina, where most people think I'm from, to uh, to like learn how to do MMA and start uh, and transition into that and get on tough and all that. Um, Adam came with me and he just became like the main coach out there. He was teaching the other guys I was trained with how to strike better, and that's kind of where he started wearing the coach hat more than the the fighter hat. How were you making money there when you were just training with that? I mean, it's gotta be hard. You leave you leave and you just go down to, to train. What were you doing? Yeah, I saved up a ton of money. So oh. uh, I saved up like 10 grand bartending 
And then um, when I knew I was going to go down to North Carolina just to just to qualify to to uh, get on tough, um, I didn't have any MMA fights at the time. It was it was a guy, a coach out there, um, uh, Chad McFadder. He was looking for a girl to sponsor pretty much to train her, teach her how to do MMA and then put her on the show. So that was me. He picked me and I went down there and I trained with them for a long time and, um, or for like a, a few months. And then he got me a fight about two days before the tough tryouts. And then I went to the tough tryouts and ended up getting on the show, even though I only had one fight. So that's kind of how I got into the UFC. So oh, wow. like, yeah. So yeah, it was it was it was rough because uh, we didn't really have that much money uh, saved up after like maybe a year there. Um, Adam was bartending, and I was I was just trying to like not spend that much. But also, we were living at the gym, so we were living. Uh, well, we were living at the gym at first, and then and then the gym moved into a church. So we were living at the church. Oh my goodness! It's, it's an insane story. It's, it it requires a lot of time. There's a lot of <laughs> no. Yeah. This will be this will this will be in your book one day. Yeah, I keep yeah, saying they need to make another season of Kingdom, and then I'll just write like everything how, that happened to me. <laughs> how much do you like that show? Ray Longo is obsessed with that show. He <laughs> loves it. It's a good show. It's he a, it's, loves it. He's like, oh, the Frank Grillo. I got calm yeah. down, Longo. He's a real guy. All right, Longo. Dude, <laughs> like it's it, so, he loves that show. It's. I did you ever try to watch it? I. You know what? I'm getting through. It's not that it's bad. It's good. But it's fucking depressing. I'll tell you right now. Yeah, I've never seen it. it yeah, oh my god, Jimmy, you'll love it. It's miserable. Oh, I, I like a good miserable show. <laughs> I, I do. It is not. No, dude. It's, it gets. And then once you think it's getting a little better, something else depressing happens. Good. Yeah. Oh, I guess it's kind of like realistic. <laughs> but it's good. But no. But that's why I love Longo. Fucking Captain Miserable. He loves it. He's like, oh, it's a train wreck. I go, ah, I don't want. I want to oh, see happy man. shit. You know. Yeah. No. But no, really it is. It is happy. a good. It's a good show with layers and characters and yeah, it's a good you know, look. And I think the first couple episodes, I'm like, this show is stupid, but I like to hate watch things. Yeah. <laughs> so I like to watch things that I know are stupid, but I just get into it anyway. But then eventually I was just like, Oh shit. They like really did their research. Like these characters, I know yeah. these people, yeah, you know, you got, so, Joe, you got Joe Stevenson in there, Joe daddy Stevenson. And yeah, yeah. He's an yeah. old school guy. You know, he's got jujitsu. Oh yeah. You see real guys in there. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. But the characters were like on point. Like I'm like, I know about five people who are like this, like crazy. Um, yeah. I forget his name. Uh, the crazy one. <laughs> John Tucker. John Tucker. Yeah. John name, Tucker. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I know about five fighters like that, you know? Like, <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> Jimmy, you should um, the show try yeah i, I, I need fun. a new show to get into too i haven't uh i mean i just finished some documentary on uh henry lee luca i've been watching a lot of documentaries because they're like five or six i haven't gotten into like a real show show so maybe i will look at that <laughs> hey, documentaries are depressing too Fuck yeah. <laughs> they are, yeah they're very rarely uplifting nobody wants <laughs> yeah. to hear uplifting documentary Hell Angela, no. Angela, do you ever watch the the boys the series on Amazon? Do you yes, ever you I love it? it. Yeah, the season two so just good. came out. See, it, it I just watched. I watched like the first two episodes, oh, but then I realized, like, oh, I need to go back and watch <laughs> watch the first season again because that I'm I 
I'm trying to remember what happened at the end, but there were a lot of like crazy twists, and I'm like, shit, yeah. wait, what happened with his wife? What happened with that guy? Like, <laughs> yeah, but, it's yeah. good though. It's a good show though. It's really good. It I really call is. a Starlight Patrons it. <laughs> Oh shit! That, that, I'm like, that, oh shit! That's so hard. <laughs> that is funny. That, I can Poor see that. Starlight. Yeah. You know what I was thinking when you brought up tough? I really feel that someone like yourself and people that competed on tough, when they fight now without the crowd, it's almost like they have some extra experience. Because when you're not used yeah. to it, it's almost like you're like, okay, I've been here before. I know what it's mm-hmm. like to hear that thud and no sound, no audience reaction. Where yeah. for the first time, even when you get seasoned guys like Tim Elliott, who made the correction his second time without a crowd. Yeah. He played it better. Oh, okay. But the first time between rounds, I remember him being like, it's too fucking quiet in here. Uh-huh. <laughs> almost like, what the fuck? It yeah. feels like almost something thoughts. illegal, you know? Yeah. Like, you guys have <laughs> that. You have that experience funny. having a few fights in there. Yeah, you know? yeah. It makes a difference. Um, it like it was kind of jarring the first time uh or when i did fight on tough but you know i only had one went kind of fast but (laughs) but um ah, my fucking phone keeps sliding yeah it it was a little jarring but like now i'm just like oh it's like a day in the gym you know it's uh Mm -hmm. it it does i don't mind it i don't i actually don't mind it Uh, like i said the only thing that's kind of sad is that you don't get all those people trying to like shake your hand and stuff when you walk out and like even if you lose a fight like i feel like i would have gotten crazy applause after my last fight walking out of the out of the uh cage you know it just felt very anticlimactic um for to get for to not get my hand raised even though i felt like i should have and then walk and then just fuck it i was so angry i wanted to just start throwing things like i saw like uh the little they still had the barriers up for some reason even though no one was there i just wanted to like toss it over and like you know kick or kick one of the judges but um but when you're walking out it's weird because it's still like stupid silent um yeah you're just it's just like now what you know so that's the only thing i don't like about um fighting without a crowd is that little moment afterwards where it just kind of puts puts a like punctuation on your performance like even if you get subbed in the first round people are like hey good job y'all good job Uh, let's go on to the next one you know it's kind of nice being able to see that yeah i never thought of that the after the fight moment of walking back to the uh, the dressing room yeah i'm sure that's nice too the energy of the crowd and i i, I mm-hmm. didn't think of that you forget when the fight's over then they just kind of go do the and, and the interview in the octagon um mm-hmm. I, I you know i feel like i feel for i feel bad but like joe martinez and bruce buffer i mean what professionals like to to to, to, to watch them do the announcement like there's 15,000 people there. Yeah, man. They got their energy going. I'm like, what are you guys on? I need some of that. I need some of that right before the fight starts, you know? Like, yeah, I, I really, yeah, I'm excited about that. I'm excited about my little uh, main event moment, you know? Yeah. Hey, how did this become the main? I mean, obviously, uh, Glover and, and uh, uh, you know, tested, tested uh, positive and uh, Tiago Santos, so they can't fight, but, uh, did you immediately get the call and go, hey, do you want to move up? And and did they ask both of you if you wanted it to be five rounds or how did that come about? Um, the first thing that happened was I saw people asking online. So that's always the first oh. time, the first moment I noticed, oh, something's up. And then um, I hit up my manager. He's like, oh, let, let's wait and see what they say. 
And then I got a call from him saying, Hey, are you willing to do five rounds? I'm like, hell yeah. And then of course we had to, I had to ask my coach like, Hey, you think I could do five rounds? He's like, hell yeah. So then we're like, all right, let's do it. So I think that's, that's how it happened. Um, I'm not sure if they were looking for a replacement for Santos or because it was Glover, right? That uh, tested positive. Uh, So I'm not sure if they were trying to find a replacement real quick. And that's why they didn't want to say yes uh, immediately. But um, but I was already happy about being the co-main like that was that would be my second co-main in a row, but also just my second co-main ever. And I've fought people like Andrade and stuff and, and Rose. So it's just like, wow, it's finally happening, yeah. you know, like uh, so. So I was already excited about co-main. And then when it was made event, I'm like, oh, cool, even better, you know, so it's, it's exciting. It's exciting, even though it was just like um, even though it just happened by default, it's still a big achievement. I think. And it's a huge opportunity, not only the main event, but a main event versus a, a well-known person like Michelle yeah. Waters. Yeah. I mean, people know her, you know, yeah, exactly. you're looking to take all that smoke. I'm so I, it. I get, I'm, I'm getting, it. I'm think the coffee's kicking in. <laughs> but I know you are though. I, I mean, is that, yeah. and not only that, it, she's a very, she's very dangerous to fight. Listen, she's dangerous anyway, but when you're fighting with somebody coming off a couple of losses, they got their back against the wall, it feels like. Mm. That's a little you on the on the opposite end of the spectrum there, you should have that confidence of the momentum behind you. Yeah. Even with that fuck up with the judges last time, you should have the momentum of a someone on that winning streak. Yeah. He's gonna have she might have some anxiety. We're gonna be talking to her after this. I'm gonna I don't wanna freak her out, but I'll ask her about it. Tell I, I know what it's like to come off a couple up. of balls. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? I said, tell her I'm a fucker ass up. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yeah, she's no. in the zone. You are in the zone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so listen, so it doesn't matter that she's coming off a couple of losses or if it was a couple of wins. It doesn't mean anything. She got her back against no, the No, it doesn't mean anything. And I think I I think her uh her last fight was so weird and so like gross to someone like me. Yeah, like uh her fight against Carla, it was just it was kind of a perfect example of how flawed the judge the judging system is in MMA because you have two girls trying to play the point game and apparently they both played the point game successfully to two separate people but uh but yeah it's it's just ridiculous uh that they were both able to get 3027s uh, um, with two separate judges, and then Crazy, there's just yeah. the one judge who's like, ah, I'll just flip a coin and say that person won. So it was, it was really gross to me, and I'm hoping that you know I've I've heard like little bits here and there of her saying, oh, I'm gonna bring the fight. I'm gonna I'm not gonna try to strategize. I'm gonna try to punch her in the face. I'm like, oh, all right, yeah, because you usually don't do that when you fight. You usually don't try to punch people in the face. But um, but yeah, it's it's. I'm hoping that she tries to bring the fight and doesn't play this point game because that's just going to play into my style of fighting even better. I'm not going to have to think. I'm not going to have to, like, you know, uh, wait for her to to engage. I can actually just be in that flow state, and that's where I perform better always, you know, um, win or lose. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm hoping she does that. If not, I have had four months to game plan for her stupid – 
point fighting style of popping in and out and trying to get a takedown every now and then and holding, you know? So, uh, so I've, I've like worked on all, all the defenses for that, all the offenses that I think would work well if she tries to fight me how she normally does. Um, but I'm prepared for, uh, for whichever Michelle shows up. So, so I'm excited about it. I'm excited to get it done. Yeah. I'm excited to like, you know, party afterwards. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a good fight. And as much as we've talked about this a few times too, as much as the coronavirus has been like, you know, it's been a devastating thing, but you look at like certain opportunities have come up for fighters that just because of the nature of fighters dropping out or having to, uh, to not fight. So like, you know, you guys are getting a main event out. So it's, it's, it worked out well. Like you'll get to showcase yourself in in a five round fight, like Matt said, against a a very well-known fighter. And uh, so sometimes these things, as terrible as they are, there's something good comes out of it for for people. For for sure, I'm I'm hoping. Oh, like it sounds cheesy because obviously I like fighting and I like getting paid, but it's also kind of cool to be um, in the forefront because there's no other sports going on right mm-hmm. now. Um, it's it's kind of a, a a milestone. I didn't I didn't you know, set out to do it, but like, it's a milestone being the first uh, black American woman to headline a UFC event. So maybe, Ah. maybe those things are, are like, you know, giving people a little bit of hope, a little bit of distraction, um, just giving them a reason to tune in and, Oh man, I think, I think I have something to do right now. (laughs) I'm going to let you go. I think I'm in trouble. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, we, it's always good talking to you. Uh, we we enjoy talking to you a lot. Love watching you fight, and uh, this is great. Congratulations on the main event. We're we're uh, we're happy for you. And uh, by the way, I'll say UFC is the only sport really where no crowd is okay. Two people just fighting. You, they don't put stupid mock up photos in the stands. It's just it's, 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 it's the sport that's doing the best. So good luck on yeah. uh, Saturday. Okay. Good luck. Thanks Andy. so much. Thanks, All right, guys. bye, Angela. Talk to you again. Take care. Bye. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. So I'll tell you, Jimmy, Dana White contender series. Mm-hmm. So good last night. Yeah. You want to read it? Or do you want me to go? Go ahead. Go. go ahead. I know what you're doing. You go. I don't know what you're doing. You don't trust the way I pronounce things, Jimmy. And I, I, I like how you pronounce it. You pronounce, uh, well, listen. Tafum. Fuck, go fuck yourself, Jimmy. Could you fucking leave? Throw me a lifeline here. I'm, I'm, I believe it's uh, in Chukwi. I, 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 in Chukwi, I could be incorrect. But all I know is 
What a freaking high kick. Beautiful. Yeah. Second round knockout. And he has a contract, deservingly so. Um, Sherrod Blackledge defeated Cameron Church. And this is the one that, that was I was decision, a little... Yeah. What's that? That was the decision. And this is the decision. And, and uh, Sherrod did not get the contract. And, he, and Dana invited him back to fight again on the contender series. I feel that we're going to see him in the UFC. Yeah. You know, he had a, a tough, tough upbringing. And, and uh, you know, like other fighters, there was a lot, some hardships in his life. And, and uh, that guy's about perseverance. He fought a very tough Cameron Church. I mean, because you got to look at some of these guys that they're fighting. Yeah. Like, it's the one thing if a guy, you know, because I mean, that was a tough, tough guy, Cameron. He was, it was close on the feet. Uh, but, but the difference was Sherrod's uh, takedowns and ground control. And I don't know, man, when it ended, he was looking to strike at him. Dana said he wanted a little bit. He did not like the third round. He wanted a little bit more. So we will see Sherrod back. And, so he won, uh, but he didn't get the contract, but he has to get a shot to fight again. So which means Dana sees something in the guy that he likes. Yeah. Well, yes. He saw, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or else he wouldn't be invited back. So well, Of course not. And I'll tell you right now, I'm gonna th- I think we're going to see Cameron Church back again too. I, th- I mean, that's just me saying it, but he might have to go off and win again. I don't know how it works, I'm sure. But, um, but uh, he's good. That guy, uh, Cameron was good, and he was dangerous, and he was, uh, you know, he was trying. So I, I want to see that guy back again. Uh, Phil Haars versus uh, Kadzi Bestovov. Yes? Yeah. Or close enough? Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy. Uh, beautiful fight, Jimmy. TKO, first round, minute 18. I mean, just powerful, dangerous. I'll tell you, some of these knockouts, both from Phil Haars and from Draco Rodriguez. Oh, no, 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 my bad. Draco Rodriguez, beautiful, Jimmy. Yeah. I'll tell you. You were talking about this before the fight. He did before, a I mean, before our podcast. Yes. He did a nice takedown, ended up on top. Uh, did he end up on top from a takedown? Yes, I believe he did. They're all, I, I, Jimmy, I just got done watching these fights. It's okay. Sometimes they all blend in. So I yeah. Gotta, There's a like, lot of fights. Of but this, this is what I'm sure of. He was on top. And, you know, Mana Martinez was try, you know, throwing up some arm locks, trying his best off his back. He threw on an Uma Plata. Now, listen. He got the reversal. He got on top. The only problem is he went right into Draco Rodriguez's triangle, which was such a beautiful transition where you see Mana Mana getting on top from the Omoplata. He does a forward roll to get out of the submission. And as Mana Martinez is getting on top, uh, Draco throws on the, uh, the triangle and he was in it for, for a few seconds. For a little bit where it was on so tight the um mana martinez did not know the proper escapes listen you might just be get caught dead to rights even if you know the escape you could be still screwed sure. but he wasn't attempting the correct escapes by possibly both hands grabbing the knee that's in, that's 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 um available right right in front of your face and you could just pin it to the floor, sprawl, look to open up a carotid artery and, and not get strangled. There's ways to sit back, throw a leg over. There is technical ways to attempt to get out. When and someone, you can tell when someone is trying to escape properly and is just yes. in, the, in the hold, and you could tell when somebody is not escaping properly. No, no, Jimmy, because what he did, what he tried to do was reminiscent of um, uh, Quentin Jackson versus Ricardo Arona back in the Pride days, where he co- Ricardo had a um, triangle. And Rampage 
who was a big, powerful dude, put his pelvis forward, lifted him up above his head, and slammed him down and actually hit him with actually a headbutt. (laughs) It was, but he got slammed unconscious, you know, and got out of it. That'll work sometimes, but that's a Hail Mary. Yeah. If it works, great. If you slam him and he's not unconscious, you're out. Similar to what Matt Hughes and Carlos Newton, and that's what got Matt Hughes the title, which technically he should have, it would have been, it should have been like a no contest because he was put to sleep. He got, he got hit a triangle. Uh, Carlos held on to the cage, let go of it, slid down. He was passed out. He was knocked out. Matt Hughes came through, came too quicker. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ah. So to avoid that for the guy on bottom, when you have a triangle choke, anybody going to lift you, even if you're applying head pressure on the head, you control under a leg. That way they cannot. They can't lift you. More than a foot off the floor. So they're not slamming you. But if you abandon that, then, you know, either you're slammed or he's on, somebody's going out. Didn't you know? Rampage try that too? I remember, maybe I'm crazy remembering a fight where he tried that and it didn't do what he wanted it to. Maybe, I, I don't know, maybe I'm just creating that memory in my head. Or maybe I'm, I'm just sure. thinking of another slam. I can remember him picking somebody up and slamming them, but I think he couldn't shake them loose. And I wish I could remember the fight, but I can't. Well, let me tell you something about this Dagestani um, fighter. Aliskab Kursrov. <laughs> Did I say okay? Yeah, oh, no. perfect. Jimmy, can you say it now? Can you give the guy proper respect? This guy's a guy you don't want to fuck up his name, Jimmy. Trust me. He looked yeah. good in business. 50 seconds in the first. <laughs> Are you going to say his name? You, I, I, I'm I no better. I'm, yeah, you did. I'm, I'm no better at pronouncing things than you are. I like that I all know. of a sudden you think I'm Alex Trebek. I'm a high school dropout. Oh, shit. Michelle is ready. Let's <laughs> yeah, she's Michelle. ready. Oh, and by the way, he won. <laughs> he won in 50 seconds with a rear naked choke. You could not yes, look better. The guy was amazing. Yeah. Great fights on the Contender Series. Let's talk to Michelle Waterson. How are you, Michelle? I'm feeling great. I'm, I'm so excited that, uh, you know, unfortunate events uh, didn't allow the main events to happen. But, you know, I'm definitely excited to step up to the, to the plate and, and take, their, take that spot. Yeah, we were just talking. We literally just talked to Angela. And uh, I guess did they have to get both of you, I guess, to agree to five rounds. And it was, it was, it was smart that you, you both did because now you got yourself a main event. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I knew Angela was going to be game because she's just game to take any fight. You know, she's kind of like, the, you know, they say that she's kind of like the cowboy in that sense where she's just ready to go. And, um, you know, we're, we're always training for championship rounds anyways. So we're, um, we're excited to, to capitalize on that opportunity. Where are you right now? Uh, we just got checked out and everything. Um, the team went and got breakfast, and we stopped to hear off at the outlets just to walk around, get some vitamin D. Nice. You know, nice. Just to get like a little bit. Now your your last fight, uh, because you know you uh, against. Uh, I think it was Esparza was your last fight. Uh, yeah. We were talking about the judging. I think. Uh, do you, was it uh twenty seven thirty for you? Twenty seven thirty for her? Is that uh, Angela? Yes. Now is that correct? I was, it was something crazy. It was, it was, it was an odd night. I think there was a, a couple of uh, bad calls, I would say, um, throughout the night. But, um, you know, that's kind of one of those things that are, that are out of my control. And sure. just walking away from that fight and um, something that I, you know, that I took away is that uh, I, 
I have to be more eager to, to finish the fight. I have to go in there with the mindset to, to finish. When you, because when you see two judges seeing the polar opposite, the 29, 28, you can go, all right, it's one round. But when you see 27, uh, uh, 30 opposite directions, both fighters have to be going, what the fuck, what do they want? Like, I, I don't know what the, yeah. these judges are looking for. And that's the thing, too. It was just like, you know, I think it was a whole different experience for everybody across the board, for the commentators, for the coaches, for the fighters, um, and even for the judges. Because I could hear, I could hear her corner, you know, um, saying things out of desperation. Come on, Carla, you got to do something. You got to take her down. You know, you're losing the, the rounds. And I could even hear the, the, um, the analysts saying the same thing. So in my mind, you know, I was in the clear. I was winning the fights. I was, I was right. picking my shots. I was stuffing her shots. And hitting her on the way out as, as, as I was stuffing her shots. Um, but, uh, you know, that, that's, that's why they say don't leave it in the hands of the judges. You know, and Michelle, it's hard to say, like, that you could have been busier and stuff. Carla's a hard person to win a decision from because one wrong, wrong move and she's underneath you again and you're fighting yeah. her off. And it could be annoying as heck to really let go because you want to let go, but you're like, right. I know she's just going to shoot. Right. We talked about this before the fight, to be honest. With yeah. You. And, 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 and I think that's where I got it. Um, I, um, I limited myself because um, I have really good wrestling and I have really good jujitsu. So I, it shouldn't have mattered if she got underneath me, you know, like yeah. I should have let, you know, if, if it hit the ground, it hit the ground. My jujitsu is good. I have nine wins by submission. And um, I just got stubborn in my head. And because she's a wrestler, I wanted to prove that she couldn't take me down. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, cool. You proved that she didn't couldn't take you down, but then you lost the fight. You know, gotcha. where you know, in 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 another sense, you know, we could have hit the ground and I could have caught her in an armbar or a reverse position and then ended the fight on top. And that's just you know my stubborn thinking. And um, sometimes yeah. when you get in those in those zones, um, it's hard to get yourself out of it. Now you have for a main event, you have a a fantastic dance partner. I mean, yes. you have so I I very. I doubt that Angela Hill is going to jump the guard or shoot a double leg. She might. You never know. She might surprise us all and do a fucking flying arm lock. But I believe that she's going to want to put those fists on you. And that just makes, with your style standing up, you know, that makes for a very exciting fight on paper. Yeah, absolutely. Um, she's definitely, you know, that's her bread and butter is her, is her stand-up. And, and we got five minutes to, to throw down, so I'm excited. And you actually have five five-minute rounds to oh, throw yeah. down. Five, five minutes. <laughs> I'm just thinking in my <laughs> head the, yes. the plan. Is, is, is I got five minutes to finish her, you know what I'm saying? A hundred percent. But does it, and it, does it, is, it, is that a little bit more relieving instead of fighting like a – like a Tatanina Suarez or somebody that's going to really look, try to, to really grapple you. Now at least you know. Hey, listen, I know. You should be saying, hey, screw that. If they want any, any, Give me anybody. But it must feel good knowing that you have another stand-up striker. I'm, I, you know, I kind of pride myself in being a, a mixed martial artist. So, um, and, and, I, and what I love about MMA is that you can uh, take it wherever it needs to go. But yeah. for sure, for a main event, um, it, it's, it's going to be fireworks. And, you know, you're coming off two losses. But in fairness, it's two former champions. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, that's the way to look at it. And it's not like you went in there and got smoked by two former champs. You, you know, you got 30 minutes worth of uh, experience with them, too. That one, wait, was Joanna ahead of main event? Yep. Oh, yeah. my bad. So you got even more time. <laughs> yeah. Gotta- um, and, and, and that's how I take it, I guess. You know, if you're going to fall, fall forward. 
and, and that's what I did. I fell forward. I learned from it. And, I, you know, as, as long as I've been in the game, I do feel like I'm continuing to grow and evolve. And, you know, um, that's that's the most I can ask for is to continue to, to grow and evolve and, and to not um, – uh, to not be stagnant in my style and to continue to add to my, my tool set. Is there any uh, mindset you get? Cause there were, you had a, 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 you had lost two at one point and then I think you won three straight after that. So you were able to kind of straighten it out. Do you, is there anything in your head that when, when this happens where you're like, okay, I have to do this. Is there any additional urgency? I don't, I, I don't uh, particularly like the idea of it falling into a pattern, you know what I'm saying? Right. But um, I guess that that was the pattern that it had fallen into uh, like you were saying, Matt, uh, there's no shame in losing to those ladies. They're both former champions, and it, um, my last fight was uh, was a super controversial loss. Um, my mindset is is to I think when you fight for so long, um, and when it, every single fight that I fought in the UFC outside of my debut has been up against a top ten ranked opponent, um, and I feel like. Um, I'm constantly trying to climb the ladder to get to that championship belt, and the pressure of 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 a winner of a loss can can get to you. And instead of going in there to to have fun and to do what you love, sometimes you can overthink things and you can uh, allow things to become more complicated. Wow. You can allow the pressures to 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 bog you down. And um, I think that's what ended up happening. I tried to like over strategize things and I was you know I was looking at the trajectory of my career and you know what the difference between a win and a loss could be and I, now I'm at the point where I'm like why why do I fight what what is it that that keeps me fighting uh it's because one it it forces me to face my fears and it gives me a challenge like no other in life and I know that regardless of the outcome, that it's going to make me a better person and a better martial artist. And two, that adrenaline rush that I get when I go in there and there's no turning back after they shut the door behind you. And, and um, when the first punch flies, it's like you're going on a roller coaster. And those are the things that I need to remember the why I got into to fighting to begin with. It's because it's, it's that adrenaline rush. It's that, um, it's that climb. It's the it's that journey. And I've, I've, I've gotten to this point now where I'm, I'm enjoying the journey again. And I'm actually looking forward to, you know, to connecting, um, on Angela. I'm, I'm looking forward to inflicting the most damage. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. So that was very, you said that so nice and calmly, but it was kind of scary too at the end. Yeah. (laughs) Inflicting the most damage. Yes. I'm psyched, Jimmy. I'm I'm happy for both of you that, that you got, I mean, again, you, you, you know, you hate to see it because of uh, of Glover testing positive, but I mean, it, again, these things happen, and uh, UFC has done a great job, I think, of making sure that there's always an interesting fight as the co-main, because you guys are a great co-main, and you and you'll be a great main event. So I think that they've almost been strategic in doing that, where they're putting other things on the card that they know they may have to main event. So um, you know, I'm happy for you that you guys got this, and uh, this is a great fight this Saturday night. Uh, we just talked to Angela; she is definitely ready to go. She's fought a lot more. This is her fifth fight in, in the 12-month period. So if there's any advantage I could see for you, like aside from it would be that you might be a little bit better rested um, because she's definitely had some uh, a, a lot of fights recently. Yeah, um, you know, 
every fight is, is, is different. So, you know, it could be an advantage to her that she's been so active and just capitalizing off the momentum. It could be a disadvantage because she is so active. Who knows? Right. You know what I mean? It could be an advantage to me because I, because I fought more five-round fights. It could be an advantage to me because I train at altitude in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, but uh, that's what makes uh, watching fights so interesting. Um, and I'm, I'm excited to get in there with her on Saturday and throw down. Well, thanks for talking to us again. Uh, you know, we enjoy you, and your fights are always good, and, and, uh, and good luck on Saturday. Yeah, Michelle, you're a great, great role model for your daughter, Michelle. You're, you're fantastic. Thank you. That means a lot to me. All right. <laughs> nice talking to you, Michelle. Bye, guys. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Who are you taking in this fight? Um, oh, wow. Right to picks, Jimmy. Sure. <sighs> this is what I'm going to say. I'm going to say that mm, I'm going to take Angela Hill by decision. And it's rough for me to say that because I feel, I don't know if she's the better fighter, but I feel that she feels on top of a game and she's yeah. on, she feels like she's in a, on a six fight win streak. Cause she very well could be, you know, where Michelle's been having a little bit of a tough time lately. Like that last fight, you could argue that she should have, I mean, listen again, yeah. she probably learned from it. She, she's shown a good grappling game, jujitsu game in the past, but, but, but I mean, when I think about Claudia Gadella and I think how good her ground game is, it's like Angela Hill has been training for that already. And the way she executed a game, I'm, um, she's looking, she's just looking so short lately. That's why I'm going with her. Yeah. And I think that Michelle's definitely could, could get the win, but uh, I'm not flip-flopping. I'm just saying that I'm going to give it to Angela. Yeah. I mean, look, they've, they've, I, I, I mean, I think they both had a couple of uh, questionable decisions. I'm also going to go with Angela. And again, no disrespect to Michelle. I just, after talking to her and because she has been so active and she is coming off that, um, you know, I, I think that uh, I'm, I'm going to take her by a fourth round stoppage. Now, Jimmy, the next fight, comma worthy. Oh, yes. Versus Otman Zaitar. Yes. Now, this is the, let me, let me tell you what I got today. Now, I tell you, I, I sometimes fans reach out to me and shit. Yeah. You know that? Uh, well, sometimes when they do that, I take a picture of it. So I remember because I got ADD. So I'm going to it right now. This is what I got. This is what okay. I got from somebody on Instagram. And it's, uh, it's from Chris Deep, who's a fan of 
UFC Unfiltered. What's up, man? I don't want to bug you, but if you get a chance, check out my bro, Calma Worthy, on the show. I don't know what the hell that means. He's probably, I think he's trying to say get him on the show. He's now the co-main event Saturday versus Otman. Uh, but you guys would get along. He tortures me with Star Wars stuff. The way you torture Jim. <laughs> That's what he says. His nickname is even the Death Star. And a gym owner too. And his Instagram is at Death Star One. Just a thought. Thank you and love the show. No, Chris Deep. Thank you. And... I'll tell you right now, note to self that, well, first of all, I'm, I'm picking Karma just for that. Now, I'm only kidding. Listen, he's a great fighter either way, but I like that he's a Star Wars nerd. I did yeah. not know that. I would, I should have picked it up on the fucking Death Star is his nickname. What the fuck am I thinking? Death, you know what Death Star is? It's a planet killer. A planet killer, Jimmy. You ever think your partner's pathetic? pathetic? No, not pathetic. Crazy. Yeah, but not pathetic. No. Number five in the world. In my Absolutely. Um, as of last night. You don't give a fuck. I do. as much as my wife does. But By the way, as I is undefeated. Not, that's not a turn on. As I is undefeated. Uh, 12 and 0. I'm going to take him, and he has done nothing but. Wait, who's undefeated? Uh, as I Yeah. But in 1 and 0 in the UFC, though. Yeah, I'd say he's twelve and zero overall, and and I I think Worthy is more experienced, but he's sixteen and six. Uh, he has, uh, I mean, his last fights overhand right, uh, you know, he, uh, punches a kick a punch. Jim. I mean, uh, he does not do a lot of decisions. So I'm going to take him, and again, Worthy, I really like. He's a good fighter, but I think his Itar um, has looked so good. I'm going to take him with a second round stoppage. Who? Cool. Uh, Atman Zaitar. Oh, okay. Well, Jimmy, let me tell you something. I'm taking by second round submission. Okay. That's what I'm taking, Jimmy. And I'm taking Karma Worthy. All right. The Death Star. Uh, Jimmy, it's a yes. planet killer, motherfucker. Yes, I'm going with him. Okay. All right. This is the way. He's going to understand what that means. That's for Mandalorian. Jimmy. I'm sure he will. The next season. If he's a Star Wars nerd, yeah. Well, then he'll get it. All right. I want him on here so me and him can giggle, and then you'll be the outcast. No, I'll, ge I'll geek out on Star Wars too. I'll say, did you ever see the Ewoks? You're gonna Aren't be like, you can, your favorite you part. You could, you could bring up that fucking Star Wars special to him, like you did the Roxanne. Oh my God, that's all I want to talk to him about. Is what did you think <laughs> of the tree fort that Chewbacca lived in? Uh, you know, oh, that was wrong. Did you know they weren't gonna, they weren't gonna, they, <laughs> you, know they Arthur. Were, you know, be Arthur, do you know they weren't gonna use Ewoks? They were gonna use a planet full of um Wookiees, but they went with little Ewoks. Sure. Well, that's more toys to sell. Why wouldn't you when you could have a new marketable fluffy toy? I don't mind marketing toys, but it doesn't make me like a science fiction movie. You should at least watch the episode of Bill Burr's episode in The Mandalorian. It's like, a, it's, like a, it's like a heist. It's like they got a it's like a jailbreak thing. They got to get the guy out of jail and like spaceships. Jimmy, so much fun, Jimmy. All right. Hey, let your well, tough look. guy, let your tough guy guard down. Um, I can't help it, man. You know me. I'm just alpha. So alpha. I'm just an alpha all the listen, time. <laughs> listen, Roxanne, uh, Modifari's Modifari's fighting, yes. versus uh, Andrea Lee. Um, I feel Andrea Lee's always on the like. She has like fucking close fights, and she's done like the like the, some of them are really close. 
and she doesn't get the decisions. Um, you know, I like Roxanne. Roxanne. I know her Macy Barber win was very impressive. Yes. You know, <sighs> this is a, this is a rough one. Andrea's coming off two losses. I'm going to say because she's, I like Roxanne's jujitsu. Yep. You know, and she's nerdy. So I might have to go for Roxanne. I mean, I, sometimes I choose with my heart and I know her a little bit better. Is that, sure. is that unprofessional? I don't give a fuck. It's a podcast. When yeah. I know some professional analysts. That's right. <laughs> We're not even good podcasters. We Jimmy, just stop. <laughs> Jimmy, no. Oh, sorry. Come on, man. <laughs> Future's bright for us. People right. love us, Jimmy. I hope so. Besides some of the hate and some of the stuff I said today, people do write me and they yes, like that's us. True. Except for the people who hate us. They do love us. Yes. Well, right. for the record, I wasn't shitting on Corey Anderson, everybody. Yeah. I like Corey. You know, I'm trying to make conversation with Jan. Anyway, listen, I'm going to say, hmm, I'm going to say Roxanne by a decision. Not I me. Can see, oh, you better watch your step now, Jimmy. Roxanne, third round submission. Wow. Ooh. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, Ed Herman. Yep. Versus Mike Rodriguez. Oh. Huh. Oh. What are you, what are you going with? I don't know, man. I, I think. Go with Mike Rodriguez because fucking Ed Herman's 40. I'll take, yeah. I mean, that <laughs> I is. I, Rodriguez, um, I'm going to take. But he is an angry ginger. Is that is that not politically correct to say? That's true. I'm sure you can fuck around with that. Is that. Are we still allowed to say that or am I going to get protested with gingers? I'm going <laughs> to fucking around. Everybody lighten up. Could everybody lighten up a little bit? Rodriguez. Sorry. Yes. Decision. I was going to say stoppage. God, I, I keep thinking he's going to... You know what? Mike Rodriguez, first round TKO. I'm going with Mike Rodriguez, second round knockout. Okay. Okay. Opening bout. Kyle oh, Nelson. Oh, Billy uh, Q. I'm going with Billy Q. Billy Quarantillo. Yeah. He... Uh, Quarantillo, Quarantillo. Quarantillo, Quarantillo, Quarantillo. Quarantillo, Quarantillo, Quarantillo. His last is very Quarantillo. tough. Didn't he Billy fight off? Quarantillo, Quarantillo, Quarantillo. <laughs> Quarantillo, Quarantillo, Quarantillo. Quarantillo, Quarantillo, Quarantillo. Wait. Bill Quarantillo. Didn't he fight off? A a pretty did so much fun. Brutal onslaught by Carlisle in that, in that last fight. Uh, I, I, I want to yes. say Carlisle, if I remember. That was, oh, that was a good fight. fight. What a great fucking fight that I was. I like that other guy. He's freaky. God. Oh, he's, yeah, he's, he's always making too. weird noise, funny things. He's always making Yeah, Quarantillo is extremely tough to not only have survived that, but have gotten the win. I'm going to take, I'm going to take Quarantillo by decision over uh, Nelson, a Canadian fighter, 13-3. Very good. But uh, Quarantillo was so impressive in that last fight. Third round submission, Billy Q. Yes, Spike Carlisle. Even after that loss, I can't wait to see Spike fight again. I don't know if you heard me, though. I'm sorry, buddy. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Jimmy. No, no, I'll no. never come at you like that again. You're right. No, you're my little bird. <laughs> Jimmy, uh, just like in the movie My Bodyguard, if people want to Google that and look it up, that little fucker guy, that little kid had that big dirtbag as his, as his... Jimmy, I wanted, I'm your protector. I That's Listen, right. until you get your level up, where you can defend yourself under the great Jimmy Rivera. Yeah, I mean, listen, somebody comes at you now, I think maybe you have a chance. Sure, of, I'm, in, of, I'm in trouble. Of running away. But I'm in trouble. I feel another six months with Jimmy, 
You know, you don't need me on speed dial. If somebody attacks you, Jimmy. I'm and not going from the city. I like to say this. I don't run. I jog quickly. That's what I say. I don't run from trouble. I, I jog away from trouble very quickly. Um, yeah, and you're talking about either Moody and the guy he had, Mike, his bodyguard. Hey, I hear you picking on Moody. Or do you mean um, Clifford Peach and Ricky yes. Linderman? Yes, that's uh, who I meant. Creepy Ricky Linderman in his army outfit. Uh, the least intimidating fucking bully ever. The, the guy in the park was a... By the way, that guy in the park who beat the fuck out of him and took his moped. It was kind of scary because that guy was your typical idiot. Like he was like, But he's only done like one movie and that was it or he one was great other in that, film. Though. Yeah, he was. For the people that don't know, this movie came out before most of our audience. 1980. And it's called My Bodyguard. That's right. And Christopher a, Makepeace. Yeah, a kid that was... It was pretty deep, man. It was a kid that was getting picked on and yeah. he made friends with a, a, another kid that was kind of like... A scary kid around town that the people had rumors. Adam Baldwin. He's in Full Metal Jacket. He's a really, uh, he's a great actor. What's his name again? Adam Baldwin. Not related to Alec Baldwin. Adam Baldwin. He was in Full Metal Jacket. He played Animal Mother. And then you have. uh, He was great. He was great. Ruth Gordon was in that. Remember Ruth Gordon? She played Martin Mull. Like Martin Mull was in. I think his mother was Ruth Gordon. And old lady. Matt Matt Dillon. John Houston. Yes. Matt Dillon was the prick. Matt Dillon, who was in uh, The Outsiders, another old movie. And. his brother is Kevin Dillon, who was in Entourage. Okay, people, we're just going over some movie, yeah. movie trivia. Was it John Houston in My Bodyguard? Hold- nope, sorry, not John Houston. I apologize. John Houseman, I think it was. Hold okay, but I'll tell you, it was a good movie. Dude. It was great, dude. So I want me and you to reboot that. Now It might not be great, though, because you're not a little kid. So No, be- I'm not. And if I Maybe got- you're at the comedy club, and then somebody, there's a new comic that's being mean, and I come in, and we can think, you know, maybe somebody can write something up. Who was Jennifer Beals is in that Jennifer Beals plays Shelly's friend. Um, Joan Cusack is in that Jennifer Beals was in that. She was a kid. She was She played a kid. No, there's no way you got me thinking of somebody else. Nope. Jennifer Beal. Uncredited as Shelly's friend. Um, How old was she? She must've been so young. I honestly don't. Is she younger than me? That can't be possible. I guess. I don't know. All right, Jimmy. We're losing at least before audience. we go, before we go, let me just get this guy's <laughs> name. That? Who was the fucking <laughs> Mike Hank Salas? His name is, and um, he was only in. He was in a couple things. Doctor Detroit, from like uh, eighty to eighty-five, he did a few movies, and I always wonder, like, what happened because he stopped doing movies? Did he give up or did he move on in life? Is he alive? Like, you always wonder what happened to people. Hank Salas is the bald bodyguard. Anyway, I'm babbling. Jim. Yes, Jim, did you know that Overeem broke Sakai's ribs? Four of his ribs. I think in two different in two different knees. It's funny when you watch those knees. Like we don't realize, at least I don't as a non-fighter, realize how much those fucking knees are doing damage. And no one uses their knees better than Overeem. Nobody, those giant knees drilling up into you. Um, and that was the plan. Get them up against and push those fucking huge knees into them. So that's why he said he couldn't defend the takedown. No, I don't know about that. I mean, that was what he said. That's what Sakai said. Yeah, I'm not coming up with an excuse. Oh, he said, all right, what made things difficult for me, and I'm not trying to come up with an excuse here, was the pain in my ribs. Even then, I tried to endure it as much as I could. Well, listen, Sakai, no one's calling you a wimp. No. You're, you're a tough guy. Sure. Um, I'd still get with a jiu-jitsu coach and a wrestling yep. guy. I mean, listen, the ribs might have been um, – you know, even you down, down there wasn't looking great. But again, you know – 
your ribs busted and you fighting still that that's yeah. I give you a lot of credit for that. With, by the way, he broke one with his D and one with his elbow. Fucking yeah. Overeem's elbow. You might have his ribs all, broken with an elbow. Oh, that's got to hurt. Elbow, first of all, the oh. ground and pound by Overeem was, was as, as beautiful yet brutal yeah. as they come. Yeah. Okay. It was a beautiful kind of violence, and I loved it. Um, and, and much respect to Ricardo Lamos. Maybe you should get him yeah, on. Yeah, great fight. His last fight was a great fight. Let's get him on here to say goodbye. Would love to. Yeah, he's announced no. his retirement. 38 years old, I guess. He maybe feels like he's done it. But uh, he looked incredible uh, in his last fight. Um, so congratulations yes. uh, to him on going out with a win. You don't see a lot of guys do that, to look as good as, as he looked. Um, so... Yeah. Hey, Kamal Worthy, let's get him on here, especially if things go straight. You know, get things go right. Yeah, let's do that. I want to talk to him. I like talking to fellow fellow nerds. You know what I mean? Sure. What's they I like dangerous nerds. Yeah. You know what I mean, Jimmy? It's a great show. So you ought to write that show. That's a great show. Dangerous Dangerous Nerds. Nerds. You're gamers by day and ninjas by night. Did you bring up gamers because I'm ranked number five now and stand up at a royale? Um, I did. Okay. Thank you, Jimmy. I yeah. I, sometimes I don't know whether to brag or just kind of keep it low so I don't embarrass myself. Let me but brag either for way, you. Thank you, Jimmy. Let me thank brag you. for you. And you know what's even great, Jimmy? I always say I'm going on Twitch and I'm never doing it, and people are asking me, "Isn't it better that I'm doing it for the love of the game?" Isn't it's it better? So yeah, money is always home, better, but yeah. I, money is better, Jimmy. I'm being. I, I'm. I'm. It, you know what? You know what the thing is? I'm being fucking lazy. I should get on Twitch. All right, listen, Jimmy, fights this weekend. Is it a pay? What do we got? Um, where, where is it? <laughs> Give a proper plug. Um, Saturday night. Hold on a second. I, I put the pages. I, my laptop, there's so many. I'm sorry, Jimmy. Page. No, no, no. That's okay, buddy. Let me just grab it. Did I, I mention how much I like HelloFresh? <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Beef you with might the, have. I had the beef with the right rice. It was so good, Jimmy. Oh, you do like it? I do like it, man. I'm ordering them from now. Not okay. even because they sponsor. This is not a sponsor read. We're not, we're not, I'm not forced. I'm, 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 I love it. I feel good too. So I'm for three hours yesterday. Go ahead. Fight night. Waterson Hill is of course uh, this Saturday. It's at the Apex in Vegas. And uh, prelims are five o'clock and the main is at eight, the main card. So it's great. It's a little earlier than the pay-per-views if you, if you want to uh, watch it. And then maybe, I don't know what else you'll do on a Saturday night. And just a quick mention, Camacho against Brock Weaver on the uh, – Prelims will be a, a, an interesting fight Ooh. as well. Bobby Green, Alan Patrick. Bobby um, Green's um, back already. Yeah. Good. Yeah, Sajara Eubanks is fighting on, on, on the uh, prelims. So there's some really, really good matchups on the prelims as well. So 5 o'clock on uh, Saturday night. Now, is that East Coast time? Let me just make sure that I'm not being an asshole. I love, yep, East Coast I time. love that there's so many fights lately, Jimmy. You too. It's driving me crazy. No. I'm so happy. Oh, Saturday I wake up, I tell the kids, fights tonight. Hey, Daddy likes his fights. I love it, Jimmy. You know? I do too. Hey, listen, I will, uh, I'm sure I'll talk to you before Monday, Jimmy. Oh, yeah. I'll That's a long time without me speaking to my Jimmy. You got it. All right, buddy? Yes. Hey, thank you, Unfiltered Army, and thank you, Jimmy Norton. Talk to you soon, Tom. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.